Hi, I'm Michael Stiddle. And I'm Nick Nanos. Uh, Nick, just a quick note to our uh, listeners and viewers. At the end of this episode, please stick around. Uh, I'll be joined by ctvnews.ca Ottawa producer Rachel Aiello for a sneak peek of an exciting feature on our website for election night. Uh, for our podcast listeners, we're a little delayed uh, this episode for a very good reason, because we have Nick's regional breakdown, which is very exciting. Uh, so we're going to drill into those numbers. Uh, but first, Nick, let's get into the national stuff. Well, Michael, when you take a look at the trend line, and you know, the thing is, is that in the latest CTV Globe Annals tracking that was just completed last night, we have the Conservatives at 31.2, followed by the Liberals at 30.5, New Democrats 21.4. People's Party still doing well at 6.8, Bloc 6.2, Green Party 3.7. So the tangled tie, maybe we'll call it, in terms of national ballot support continues between the Conservatives and the Liberals when it comes to national ballot support. Uh, so People's Party polling, you know, higher than than uh, expected, definitely higher than at the beginning of this election campaign. Do you know if that will translate to to actually getting a seat in in the house of commons well the one seat that they'll probably have the greatest chance to win would be maxime bernier's seat in Beauce. Hmm. beyond uh, that their support is kind of spread out across the country but uh Beauce will be the riding to watch to see whether max in bernier will have a comeback perhaps hmm. oh uh what about preferred pm numbers preferred pm numbers also a coin toss trudeau at 29.4 O'Toole 29.1, Jagmeet Singh at uh, 20.5, Don't Know 9.2, Bernier 6.3, Blanchette 2.9, and Paul 2.5. So what we've seen is basically uh, O'Toole kind of closing the gap with uh, Justin Trudeau. And when you look at the trend line, the Trudeau, not, the Trudeau numbers have been uh, on the decline the last couple of nights. Wow. Okay, now our regional breakdown. Uh, I always find this fascinating, Nick. Uh, let's start on the West Coast. I personally feel like BC is your uh, Kobayashi Maru. It's just this impossible test to, to predict. It's always close. Uh, so what's happening in BC right now? Well, first, thanks for the Star Trek reference. I got it. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, when you look at a comparison of the beginning of the campaign to now, and what we're looking at right now is the benchmark at the beginning of the campaign and then the period after the debate. So these are this is the tracking that was just completed last night, but it's a five-day rule to have a bigger sample. But check it out, Michael. You can see that the, the Liberals were definitely uh, trailing the Conservatives in the, in the, in the benchmark. Uh, but now we basically have a three-way three race, uh, factoring the margin of error between the Conservatives, the Liberals, and the New Democrats. And look at that purple color, People's mm. Party of Canada, up from 1% to 8%. Wow. So... Uh, and uh, I'm going to probably sound uh, like I'm repeating myself when we talk about the People's Party in a lot of other other parts of the country, because we're seeing that trend in a lot of other places, too. Uh, how about uh, the Green Party? Do, do they have uh, are they pulling high anywhere in any any places in, in B.C.? Usually, traditionally, they seem to you know have a good chance there. Yeah, they do better in the lower mainland in the coastal region than in the uh, in the interior. But, you know, overall, when we're looking at the province of British Columbia, uh, for the ballot support, at least they're they're steady. Mm -hmm. But you know, for the for the Greens in the past, we've seen the Greens in British Columbia as high as 10, 12, 14, 15 percent in the Nanos tracking. So at eight percent currently, probably a bit of a disappointment compared to historically some of the ups that they've uh, realized in that province. 
Okay, Nick, uh, how about next door in the prairies? Prairies remain a lock for the blue team. You can see at the beginning of the campaign, they're at 51. Now they're at 49, which means they've been able to hold what they have, factoring the margin of error. You can see the liberals are down, NDP up a bit. And also you can see the People's Party uh, are from have gone from 5 to 8% in the prairies. So I don't think there's going to be a big difference in the, in the prairie provinces because the Conservatives still have a commanding lead when it comes to ballot support in the prairies. Hmm. Now, all eyes usually are on Ontario, vote rich Ontario, as they say. Uh, how, where did the par party stand there? Well, when we look at the big picture in Ontario, right across the province, the, the Liberals uh, are still ahead of the Conservatives and they've been able to open up even a wider lead. But the uh, you can see the People's Party has gone from one to seven percent between uh, the first and the uh, second wave of the research that was just completed last night. But, you know, check out some of those regional races. You can see not a big surprise in Fortress GTA. The Liberals still have a pretty strong lead. They'll probably do very well in the GTA. But uh, in the rest of Ontario, for all intents and purposes, a statistical tie, 33-32 mm. between the Liberals and the Conservatives. So positive news for Aaron O'Toole and the Blue Team in the rest of Ontario. Uh, we've seen the, the party leaders spending a lot of time in Quebec in this election, of course, in, in order to form a minority and majority government. You really need seats there. Uh, how, are we, how are we looking now? Well, you know, the thing is, is that uh, liberal support looked pretty good at the beginning of the campaign. They're at 35, followed by the block at 25. But uh, check out where we're at now, 32, 28 between the liberals and the block. The block, uh, you know, that margin is now only four percentage points compared to a 10 point advantage that the Liberals had at the beginning of the campaign. But uh, not a lot of big surprises uh, on the island of Montreal. You can see that the Liberals, are, we have them at 48% on the island of Montreal. But check out the rest of Quebec. You can see, although still within the margin of error, the Bloc uh, numerically ahead of the, uh, of the Liberals and uh, also the Conservatives, a little bit of, a, of an uptick. And, you know, in Quebec, not as dramatic an increase for the People's Party, but still from one to 4% across the province. So a little bit of a factor, but not as dramatic as in some other parts of the country. Hmm. Uh, and finally, Nick, uh, Atlantic Canada, are there any surprises there? Well, no surprises. Uh, still a stronghold for the Liberals. Uh, you know, they had about, uh, you can see in the baseline, uh, about a 12 point 12 point advantage, but now it's basically a nine point advantage, but still ahead of the conservatives and a little bit of a, a little bit of an uptick for the People's Party, a little bit of a downtick for the Green Party. But right now, at least the Liberals still have what would be considered a fairly comfortable nine point lead, not as comfortable mm. as the Prairie lead that the conservatives have, but still pretty decent in the Atlantic provinces. Uh, so going through all these regional numbers, uh, what, what's your big takeaway from this? Well, the big takeaway is that, uh, one, the People's Party has been gaining support compared to the beginning of the campaign. They're not challenging to win a whole bunch of ridings, but they could be a potential spoiler. Two, the race is narrowing. Uh, outside of the Liberal strongholds of the island of Montreal and also the city of Toronto, the GTA, the race is narrowing between the Liberals and the Conservatives. So who knows what will happen in the close of the campaign because there's still enough time for a federal party leader to make a mistake and perhaps someone to break out from the pack. Wow. Uh, okay, Nick, uh, at the beginning of the show, I, I said that I would be speaking to my colleague, Rachel Aiello. Uh, so let's go to that.
Hi, Rachel. You're joining us from the conservative campaign. Good to see you. Uh, we have a special sneak peek of our fancy uh, election map to our dedicated trendline listeners and watchers. So if you want to see uh, this map, we have a link uh, in the video description and the podcast description. So uh, Rachel, what, what can you let us know? Yeah, uh, Michael, so this is going to be our dedicated 2021 federal election results map. So it's going to be where you can watch on election night in real time, the votes come in across the country and you can go riding by riding, you can go region by region. So take a look at the sneak peek now and you can kind of set yourself up for election night. You can star your favorite ridings, your personal riding, your ridings you want to be watching. If you're curious how the leaders are shaping up in their ridings, you can also kind of flag those. You search by your postal code, search by riding name, and you can kind of look at everything you're going to need to know on election night. If you're curious one area or the other, or, you know, even just the national picture, it'll be all in this one spot, giving you all the information you need to know about how the election is unfolding on September 20th. Great. So you can bookmark uh, candidates and ridings to watch. Are there any uh, specific ridings you're going to have your eye on? Yeah, well, you know me um, from Peterborough. So Bellwether, mm -hmm. Peterborough, Kawartha is going to be a riding I've got close eyes on. Of course, that's because Bellwether ridings are ones where typically the winner there wins the election. So if voters pick a liberal, it's most likely going to be a liberal government or vice versa with the conservatives. Um, so for me, that's what I'm going to keep my eye on. So I'm going to be putting in the postal code there, my parents' address probably to find it and uh, be able to see what's going on in Peterborough, Kawartha on election night. I'm also curious to see how things shake out in Quebec with the Bloc Quebecois and in BC with the NDP. So I'm going to make sure that I'm setting myself up to have that information right there. And I think it's going to be also key to watch where the leaders are. I mean, I'm pretty sure Justin Trudeau and Aaron O'Toole are going to win their ridings, but mm -hmm. People's Party leader Maxime Bernier, what's going to be going on in the post? So these are all things you can kind of take a look at now if you follow this link and um, get yourself ready to be the most informed, knowledgeable insider come election night. Great. Thanks a lot, Rachel. Thanks, Michael. Ah, Nick, uh, thank you very much. That was great to join you. And where can we find you? On Twitter, at Nick, N-I-K, Nanos, or go to www.nanos.co. And I'm also on Twitter, at Michael Stittle, and you can find the latest numbers from Nick at ctvnews.ca as well. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>